all she had. After our Newman night this past week, we had a, a guest speaker who came and talked about a program called ACE, Alliance for Catholic Education. And it's a program through Notre Dame where college graduates go and you, you basically earn a master's. But then what they will do is they will send you out to a poor, underserved area to be a teacher for two years. And so there's, there's a balance there. On one hand, it's kind of nerve-wracking because you're like, I have no idea where they're going to send me. But on the other hand, there's, there's an excitement to it. Like, I, I, I'm excited to see where God sends me, where I'm, I'm putting myself completely in their hands, and I'm trusting that it will all work out. Jesus praises this poor widow today who puts in two small coins because that two small coins represented all she had versus the rich people who put in large sums. That she, she put in her whole livelihood versus someone just putting in a little extra. It's interesting. It shows a tremendous trust. Like, I'm going to put myself all out there and trust that God is going to catch me. It's like our, our first reading today. The prophet Elijah goes to this woman and he asks for something to eat. And she's like, well, I don't even have enough for me and my son. But yet I will do it anyways. That, that her, her trust is not in what she has, but her trust is in the God who has her. Remember several years ago, I was kind of new to the Newman Center, new to the fundraising uh, scene, recognizing that if we're going to serve the students, we need to fundraise. And so I was having lunch with this couple, and I asked them, this, this is what people had coached me, and so I said, hey, um, would you consider a, a gift of $100 a month so that the students at the Newman Center can, can know the Lord. And I'll never forget this man's reply. He said, Father, uh, I currently don't have a job. But yeah, I'll do that. I, I felt bad. I felt like, what, what a jerk I am that that here I am and maybe, maybe I'm making him feel guilty or whatever. I didn't, he's like, you're not making me feel guilty. You're inviting me to trust in God and to give to something that's important to me, that I'm making this choice, that nobody can make this choice for me. He's like, I'm happy to do that. I, I learned more from that man and his trust and his generosity than than probably any other giving experience I've had. That it challenges me that do I trust God that much? Am I willing to say yes to give when I don't know where my food and stuff is going to come from tomorrow? I, I remember in my own small way, I remember being in college one time when I went to, a, I think, a talk. It was at a church, and, and at the end, they said, we're going to pass the basket, and I'm, you know, I'm thinking, all right, Hashtag adulting, you know, like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put some money in the basket, you know, and I don't have a job, but, you know, I'm going to put some money in the basket. And I pull out my wallet, and all I had was a 20. 
<laughs> I was like, oh, no. And so I'm sitting there. I won't tell you through inflation what that was years ago. I'm just kidding. But like, so I'm sitting there. I'm like, uh, and, and I remember even in that, that split second thinking to myself, I mean, I said I was going to, and, and thinking like, I wonder what's going to happen this week when I have no money. That, that on one hand, I was like, oh, shoot. Like, I can't, I can't control what's going to happen. But I'm kind of curious and excited to see what happens. And to make a long story short, here I am today, right? So, like, <laughs> that somehow the Lord takes care of us. Do you ever think back to times when things were really tough? And here we are. Like, the Lord takes care of us. I might not always have what I want, but he always gives us what we need. And, and money is it's very symbolic. Uh, it's about, I think it's about security. That it's, you know, we're supposed to save up our emergency funds and no matter what happens, the tire goes out, the air conditioner, we, well, we don't have air conditioning in Fox. You know, like whatever, whatever happens, like I'm taken care of. I, I remember my priest friend telling me years ago, he had, when it was time for his parish to do the together, let us go forth. You work with a team and then they, they invite you to go out and the priest invites people to make a gift. And, and the numbers and stuff, they're, they're kind of, you know, I don't know where they, they, they come from people. And, um, and so the priest was just saying, here's the number that they said to ask you for. And he looks at the number and he's like, this is a lot of money. And I'm just kind of looking around the house here. And I don't know if these people have this money, but I'm just going to trust and just ask. And so he says, would you consider a sacrificial gift of this amount over the next five years? And he's like, I, I know this is a lot of money. And, and this, this man says to the priest, he looks back at him and he says, Father, Father, it all belongs to him anyways. And with freedom and joy, he said, absolutely, we'll do that. I don't know how we're going to make it happen, but it's all his anyways. That he's the one who gives us everything. He's the one that's given us our life. And, and that's the difference. St. Paul says um, that all we have is gift. And if, I've heard it said this way before by a, a speaker. That anything that is not received as a gift is an idol. Anything not received as a gift is an idol. I earned that. I worked hard. That's mine. I sacrificed hard for that. That's my, I earned that. St. Paul says differently that everything we have is a gift. Do we recognize it as such? That it's our God who gives us everything? Our God who gives us himself, all that he has. That he invites us to make a gift back of all that we have. That's a choice only we can make. He doesn't demand it. He invites it. Our, at the beginning of our Newman night, this past week we decided, we ended up going with Stump the Priest, and people were asking me questions. But the first, the first several questions were all about, like, exorcism and, like, the devil, which people are pretty fascinated with, right? You know? And... And it was interesting because people are like, well, how does someone get possessed and all that stuff? And I was like, well, no, you don't have to be afraid. 
Because like possession and the devil, like the devil waits for, the devil can mess with us, but the one thing he can't mess with is our free will. Like the devil's like that little sibling that just like pokes you and you're just like, knock it off, you know, but like, but so the devil just like pokes us, but the devil can't mess with our free will. In a similar way, God loves us, but does not mess with our free will. He simply invites us to open the door if we want to, to invite us to make a gift of ourselves back to him. We don't have to, but we can. And I can choose, am I going to serve God? Am I going to, give, am I going to open the door to God? Is my security found in God or in my own riches, my own possession? But the scriptures challenge us. The scriptures say you cannot serve both God and mammon. Mammon means riches. It, and it tests us. Is my security in serving God? Or do I serve these riches in the hopes that they will serve me? And so what does God invite us to do? The God who gives us everything invites us to make a gift of everything back, no matter what it is. Today, as we gather in person for Mass, there's a number of students who are probably watching virtually right now who have COVID from the Newman Center, uh, or maybe they have the flu, or who knows what they have. Um, and so maybe they're sitting at home, you can imagine saying, God, I don't have my health, and, and I don't have much money. And God says, that's okay. Will you give it to me? Like, God, I feel stuck. I can't make myself happy. I'm frustrated. There's a lot of things that I'm not happy about. And God says, okay, will you give that to me? Will you offer that to me? And so what our Lord invites every one of us, no matter where we're at today, is to say, Jesus, here's where I'm at. And I give it to you. You who have given me everything. That maybe today what I'm aware of is my sin, my brokenness, my fear, my anxiety. That that's what I'm very conscious of today. And Jesus, I give it back to you. You who have given me all that you have. That today, this and everything, I choose to put in your hands all that I have.